Switch. I hardly know her. Welcome to the Analog Sticks Podcast, where this week we're looking into our crystal ball and breaking out the foil caps as we predict Nintendo's next console. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to episode 25 of the Analog Sticks Podcast. My name is Rusty, his name is Cody, and this week we didn't have time to play a game. So we're playing a guessing game instead and trying to imagine what Nintendo's next console will be and we might build a launch lineup. Before we go full conspiracy theory on you though, Cody, how you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, This is my first week back, uh, going back to school, um, and the club that I'm starting on campus, the... Uh, it's called ANSA, Autistic and Neurodivergent Student Alliance. It's really picking up steam. So our last meeting on Friday had uh, 17 people, and more and more people are uh, becoming interested. And pretty soon we'll be a legit club on campus, and it'll be super cool. Yeah. And that's awesome. Happy for you. Good to hear. <laughs> I'm also out here trucking through it. It's been a hellacious work week. I'm working on a very fun video it's a zelda video but it's done in a very different style of my other ones so might be good might be terrible when you watch it on thursday let me know (laughs) in the meantime though good job on the midna video oh thanks i thought i dragged on a little bit it could have been better but anything could be better in hindsight so take it for what you will but other things that could be better is the nintendo switch it's great we love it but it can't go on forever (laughs) no it cannot So today, we're going to be diving into the end of it and kind of what we think is going to happen next. Now, first thing I will say is Nintendo claims that they want a 10-year life cycle out of the Switch. That would put it for four more years on the market. Do you think that that's realistic? (laughs) Um, It's weird to think that the Switch is becoming an aged console, but four more years does not sound realistic. Um, I think that, that... the Switch would become pretty tired by then. I mean, personally, I feel that it's already too underpowered to warrant going for another two years in reality, but I think that's probably what we'll see. So, I mean, are we both in the same camp that that's probably not realistic? Are you you calling BS on them saying 10 years? I, I could see 10 years not from the perspective of them trying to expand the Switch's lifespan, but more from the perspective of it's going to take us a few more years to develop our next console. <laughs> so you're not saying that they want the Switch to last for a decade? Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's going to have to last a decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you think that that would be a good thing if push comes to shove and it does last a decade? I think from Nintendo's track record, when they delay stuff, uh, they aren't wasting their time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, delays suck, and they do it too much, and I hate it. But anytime they delay something and it eventually comes out, it ends up being worth the wait. They're pretty good at that. I mean, the first example that comes to my mind, would you rather have a Animal Crossing New Horizons or a Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> Cyberpunk was delayed a couple of times, but they were still like rushed to all hell. And they're like, we cannot finish it this fast. Animal Crossing, they're like, you guys need some more time? Take a little bit more time. And it sold what? 30 million units did all know, I'd say. Do you know that quote from Miyamoto that everyone likes to say? I do not. Uh, 
He once said that a rushed game is forever bad, and a delayed game is eventually good. That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. I had, I think I'd heard that before, but it wasn't on the top of my head. So either way, I think that we believe it's fair to say that four more years of a Switch might not be the best thing. It's going to be, it might be rough. It very well could be. It could lead to one of those things where when people are looking back on the Switch in 10 years, they're like, oh, the end of it was terrible. But like, it's still selling really well. I think that Nintendo will be fine if they do have to delay it. They'll just catch some slack from the public a little bit in that sense. Do you think that if they were to, I mean, obvious, there's no thinking about it. If they do last for another four years, a hardware revision is necessary. Whether or not it happens, yeah. unfortunately, I think that's another story. The OLED's nice, but it's still a very underpowered piece of machinery. So, I mean, do you think that they're going to do a supposed Switch Pro or something like that that's been rumored forever for two years now, three years? At this point, um, part of me doubts it just because there hasn't been anything yet, not even a word about it. Uh, like with the 3DS, they were not shy with the upgrades, right? It got to a point oh where gosh. it was a little confusing. They had the the new 3DS XL, and I think there is eventually another thing tacked onto it. <laughs> yeah, there was the, the 3DS, uh-huh. the 2DS, the new 3DS... The new 2DS, the new 3DS XL, and the new 2DS XL. <laughs> I could have made at least one of those up, but it's something along those lines, and yeah. it's preposterous. I feel like if I wrote this down, I personally feel that if they were going to do it, they would have done it by now. When they did the OLED, this is my belief, there's no reports or any speculation, there's probably speculation on it, but nobody's confirmed this. I think when they put out the OLED, that was them being like, we want to, but this is kind of all we can really yeah. do because there were all those chips shortages during the pandemic and all that stuff. So I I'm remember... thinking if they would have done it, they would have done it by now. Oh, I that's that's a good point to bring up. I wonder how the pandemic has affected Nintendo in terms of development. Uh, I remember after the o OLED came out, there was rumors about them trying to make a higher resolution switch that could fit on like a thing to put in front of your face so it could act as a, a VR console too. Uh, because the Switch is, the way it's designed works pretty well for that purpose, but the resolution is so low that all you see is pixels when you put it up to your face. Yeah, it's tough. 720p, better than 480. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, we did Twilight Princess last week and I thought, I'm like, wait a second, was the Wii 480? The Wii and the GameCube were both 480p, and that makes me want to vomit. That's just so gross. Was <laughs> the Wii crazy. ever 720, or was it locked at 480? I know it never had HDMI, so it may have been 480 locked. I don't know, but I know most games only ran at 480, so either way, ugh, it's horrific. I think that, in all honesty, like the fact that we haven't gotten any kind of upgrades to the specs of the Switch, other than an OLED screen and an Ethernet port, is kind of atrocious but i mean it is what it is at this point yeah i i don't think that it's going to happen as much as i want it to i think that they probably had something in plan they had a 1080p maybe even a 4 and i doubt they had a 4k model but they probably at least had 1080p handheld planned and had to end up shelving it which stinks but yeah it, i think that me, they're saving resources the reading the winds it almost feels like their Nintendo's gonna enter a sort of doldrums pretty soon. As in, 
they were really on it for a few years with the start of the Switch. I think they were they've been super busy with pumping out really good games and making good decisions. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the next few years are kind of a down downturn for them just for a little bit. I mean, we're going to touch more on that kind of thing specifically in a little bit here. But one thing I did want to point out is that while we both think that there's a chance the Switch does last for four more years, I don't think that either of us necessarily want it to. But one report that's come out that really caught my eye and kind of made me want to do this episode is that there have been reports, rumors, speculation, like trusted sources have put this out, that The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is supposed to be the last major first-party game for the console. Do you buy that? <laughs> like, is that real? <laughs> um, it sounds like mixed signaling to me. I, I, I refuse to buy it. The idea that Tears of the Kingdom is the last big Nintendo title, and then we have four years of just sitting around. Um, I, I definitely don't buy that. Um, mm. but it's also a little scary because I could see that happening. It's either contradictory or concerning, and there is no in-between with the two, if you ask me. It's either like, okay, one of these is true, one of them is false, or if they are both true, I don't want to have to be here for it. Uh -uh. <laughs> I will be, because I'm a little Nintendo bitch, but like, I, I don't want to go through a three-and-a-half-year dry spell, but... My whole big thing with this is, what is a major first-party game? I mean, we yeah. know that there's Pikmin 4 coming out in 2023, supposedly. I wouldn't be surprised if that were to get delayed to 2024. But I don't want it to, but I wouldn't be surprised in all reality. Yeah. And then Metroid Prime 4, we haven't heard anything about it since they announced Dread and said, yes, we are still working on it. We haven't seen anything since they restarted development in 19. But that's supposed to be coming for the Switch as well. That's two games. I mean, I'd count those as pretty big first-party Nintendo games. Granted, we know that Metroid Prime 4 would be worked on by, I think it's Retro working on that, and maybe Pikmin's not first-party Nintendo, but I know that that's one of Miyamoto's babies, so I don't know. <laughs> but what do you think there? Do you think that, again, more contradicting reports? A lot of this is just people saying what they think online and yeah. people who have a source at Nintendo or whatever, but what do you think there? Nintendo. He told me. <laughs> My um, uncle works there, guys. Trust me. Um, in terms of first-party games, what does Nintendo count in by themselves? Because I, I feel like it, it almost you could almost um, that could almost be an opinion. Like mm -hmm. I, I think Kirby would count as a major first-party game, just because it's such a Nintendo IP. But I also know that in the general public, Kirby's not one of the top, you know, most popular franchises. And it's also technically not owned by Nintendo. I know that they have... Do they have majority stake in HAL? Is it even still HAL? I don't know. All these studios can I'm pretty the sure they're me. connected at the waist. But, yeah, it's like Game Freak. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, they're a Nintendo company. And, like, Retro is second party and all that stuff. But I think maybe they're defining major first party as just Mario and Zelda. And I could see that happening. And if it's just those two, then four years without a Zelda game makes sense. Um, that would suck to have Odyssey come out when it did, and then we have to wait four years from now. That's a long time between Mario games. 
I mean, on a lighter note with Mario, though, we did get 3D World and Bowser's Fury, which is a nice little uh, stopgap there. A lot of people didn't have the Wii U, didn't get to play 3D World at launch, and did with the re-release. And Bowser's Fury was a very nice sandbox mode. I don't know if you ever got into that. It's a lot of fun. Mm. But I think that we can get by without another 3D Mario, but it, it's not ideal. But we'll get into that a little bit more here later. But another report I did want to talk about is that somebody said something along the lines of Nintendo's expected to start talking new hardware in 2024, and they're expecting a launch for the next gen in 2025, which would give the Switch an eight-year lifespan, which is a little bit more than typical. We were talking before we yeah. started recording, and I mean, most of Nintendo's consoles are six to seven years, give or take. I mean, you think, I don't know the exact entomology of the NES and SNES to N64, but I know the N64 was 96, the GameCube was 01, so that's five years right there. Yeah. The Wii was 06, that's five years from the GameCube to the Wii. The Wii did very well, and the Wii U was end of 2012, so that's six years right there. The Wii U was a colossal failure and lasted for five. We're at six right now. So like, they've got to at least be, they have to have ideas going around. They have to be starting to try to put together prototypes <laughs> and stuff for whatever the next console may be. I mean, what are your thoughts there? Do you think that we're in for new hardware within the next two years? Or do you think, like you said, we might be looking 2027? Man, 2027. I would say 2027, just because with how supply chains have been and how there's been this huge chip shortage, I'm pretty pessimistic on new releases like that. Although, I'll tell you, I have... I've not been following PlayStation or Xbox at all, so I don't have too much of a concept of how quickly other consoles have been putting out their newest versions recently. I mean, I haven't been following, like, super, super close, but I know at the PS5's launch in particular, there were all sorts of shortages. It was, if you can find one, get one kind of deal. Oh, yeah. And when now was, it's sold uh, well, and the supply issues are finally, like, leveling out. And if you want a PS4, you can go to Best Buy, Walmart, wherever, and you can get a PS5. I might have said four somewhere in there. I meant five. But we're now at the point where it's been two years, a year and a half, somewhere around there. I don't exactly know when it launched, but it sold, I think, 30 million already, which is very, very good. And mm -hmm. now they're just now starting to level out. So I think that... Nintendo being the company that they are, they can get past a supply shortage like that. It's just a matter of what does that look like, and yeah. that's kind of what scares me. <clears throat> Quick little tangent, just because I think our audience might find it interesting. Uh, I was working at Target when the PlayStation 5 came out. And oh, no. so I got to, I was on the back end of those shortages and that frustration of not being able to find one. What the problem was is that for Target, and I'm sure for a lot of other retailers, we had to make it so that you could only order it online. You couldn't, even if you wanted to, you could never walk into the store and just buy one. Because what would happen is we sell it online. There are people who have bots set up to instantly buy any PS5 that becomes available at our local store. And I'm sure that's set up, you know, around the country. So no one could actually buy a PlayStation 5. You could only get it from scalpers for a while. Because they had tools to automatically buy it. Um, scalpers are winning in the arms race of buying products from uh, from retailers. And then stuff retailers like Target, you know, don't care at all because they're getting that sale. 
Yeah, I mean, luckily, a lot of people are like, I am not buying a scalped product like that. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember when the PS5 was going, the jokes were plentiful, and it was it was good comedy there. But, I mean, there are still people who will, and I think that that's kind of gross. I'll Back tell you, on Switch, for, though, yeah. for every person our age who knows about scalping and refuses to buy one, there are three or four moms and dads who have no idea and are just buying the first thing they see on eBay. It's used and it's only seven hundred and ninety dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they say they didn't even open the box. <laughs> what a deal! Oh, back on Nintendo though. I mean, a twenty twenty five launch is what I want to happen. Do I think that that happens? Probably not. I could see a twenty twenty six push, which I mean, at that point, you may as well go for the full decade. Nine years is essentially a decade. I know it's not, but I mean, come on. Tell a nine-year-old they're 10, and they're going to be like, uh, no, I'm nine, but, like, they're 10. Come on. <laughs> but, I mean... Those poor kids who who are kids right now who have, like, only known Switch, and there's a possibility that they just don't get another console in their childhood. Oh, what a tragedy. Oh, my gosh. Imagine being four and getting a Switch and then turning 14 and still playing the Switch. Man. Oh, God, my heart hurts. This is a realization I just had. Like, I was 17 when the Switch launched. I could be 27 when it ends. And that's like, okay, I spent my young adult years with a, a Switch. Not my crucial developmental video game years with one console. Like, I went GameCube to Wii to PS4. Yeah. PS3, PS4. <clears throat> but, oh, God. Those kids, they're going to be video game stunted. They're going to be like, what? Why do I need a new one? Another console? <laughs> what? There's only oh, one. There's only Switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But back with that rumor I was talking about where they were saying Tears of the Kingdom could be the last major release. That would put us at like two and a half years, give or take, somewhere around there. Either way, it's going to be a long time without a major first party game, whatever that means. I mean, people give the Wii crap for kind of dwindling in its later years, like you suggested earlier. Yeah. Where it was one of those things, they got to a point where they're like, okay, this sales of the third-party stuff, the licensing fees and all that, and the sales of the console are going to take us into the next generation. So they took the accelerator off of the software and put on the hardware. Mm -hmm. That didn't go too well. Hopefully that doesn't happen here, but I mean, even still, when we're looking back at the Wii, Skyward Sword and Mario Galaxy 2 are both major Wii games, would you say? Yeah, oh, definitely. I and they came out in the last two years of the console. Galaxy was 2010, Skyward Sword was 2011, the Wii U came out in 2012. I mean, if we're talking two and a half years, that would mean that Tears of the Kingdom would be like Mario Galaxy 2 and we wouldn't get anything after that. And I hate that thought. <laughs> I don't Me like too. it. It's a bad time. I'd also so, point I... out that um, as good as Skyward Sword and Galaxy 2 are, they're not as beloved as games that have come out near the beginning of a console's life cycle, like Breath of the Wild or the first Galaxy. Or Twilight Princess, even. I mean, those are great games, and they still got a lot of support. I see what you're saying. But, like, people give the Wii crap for not having games late in its life. It still had a lot of games late in its life. Yeah. Oh, but before we move on, I want to I mention this, too. Nintendo almost always has some kind of game that plugs the gap between consoles, and they tend, lately, if you look back, they've always been Zelda games. 
uh, Twilight Princess, GameCube to Wii, and then um, uh, Breath of the Wild going from Wii U to Switch. Do you think there's a possibility of whatever's the next mainline Nintendo game after Tears of the Kingdom to be one of those games that bridges that gap? I have two ideas we'll get to when we're talking launch lineups and stuff. (laughs) But that's definitely a thought that I've had where they're going to have a couple titles bridge the gap. I mean, with Xbox and PlayStation, we saw that a lot where they're like, this is going to be available on both because we know it's going to be stupid trying to get the new console. But everybody wanted the new console, so they got it on the new console most of the time. I don't know. It's all fun. But anyways, my point with that was, well, people give the Wii crap for not having games late in its life. It wasn't that bad. If we go two and a half years without a big Switch game, that will be bad. Mm-hmm. But going back to what you're saying, that Miyamoto quote, if it gets delayed and something good comes out, it's okay. If it doesn't get delayed and something bad comes out, it's bad. It depends. Honestly, whatever follows up is going to define the end of the Switch, if you ask me. Yeah. So with that, let's get into some more stuff. But before we do, if you're cool. still listening... Like, follow, comment, subscribe, do the engagement stuff. We are trying to grow this thing, and I'd really appreciate it. We're we're fun dudes, I like to think. So, yeah, check us out on Twitter, Patreon, all that fun stuff as well. We're around, so follow, (laughs) comment, leave a comment. Tell us what you think. How stupid are we? And, well, Cody's not dumb, but I am. What's a a good thing to have them comment to bring up engagement? Comment... Oh, oh, this is the easiest thing ever. What do you think is going to be the next console? (laughs) Oh, okay. On that note... (laughs) Honestly, though, I would be interested in seeing if anyone has any ideas. If there's any rumors or anything that we miss, let us know. Uh, I I would love to be able to see that. I mean, that'd be be really nice. So yeah, let let us know whatever you think, whatever you know. And with that, let's let's go ahead and get into the when. If you are a betting man, when is the Nintendo when is the Nintendo launching the successor to the Switch? The Nintendo, the new Nintendo. Ah, uh, I would say two thousand twenty six or twenty seven. I think you're you're thinking twenty six or twenty seven. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> That's yeah. horrific to me. I'm really, really, really hoping that that 25 rumor is the truth. 25 I'm really, nice. really That's hoping That's a nice that. round number, too. Yeah, I mean, that put us at an eight-year life cycle, which is good. It's not, like, anything unheard of. But I think that that would be a good chunk of time. Are there... Also, I've just... Ooh. I want new hardware. <laughs> Are there any big anniversaries coming up? I don't believe so. I think the last one we had was Metroid and um, Zelda was 35 last year. Mario's mm. not till 27. Oh, that could be bad. Yes. No, 26. Oh, that could be really bad. <laughs> but I don't think that there's anything that they could tie in with anything like that. So whatever there. But. I think that if it happens in 2025, it will be a good, seamless transition. If it happens in 2026 or 2027, it could get a little dry there, and that kind of scares me. But if it happens in 2025, awesome. If it happens in 2026, okay. If it happens in 2027, I'm cringing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If it happens later than that, God bless our souls. Well, here, let's think about this, though. What's the better situation? A shitty flop of a console that comes out in 25? 
or something as good as the Switch was when it came out in 2027. That would be ideal, but at the same time, why can't they just make something good faster? <laughs> I Come sound on, like Nintendo. every corporate manager ever. Just do better! <laughs> How? I don't know. You figure it out. That's your job. <laughs> I'm not paying myself $10 million a year to think. <laughs> God, I wish I was making $10 million a year. <laughs> do you think there's any chance that hardware could come earlier? So, like, 2024. They start teasing Ooh. it E3 this year, potentially, and then I... release it next I totally year. think there could be a leak. Um, Nintendo, we we tend to get a lot of information from their patent registrations, and I think that's something worth keeping an eye on in the next few years because that's usually where they start out, right? Their their patents mm -hmm. come pretty early on in the process. I mean, thinking back to the Nintendo Switch rumors, I think that those started floating around in 2015. I'm not 100 percent sure, and then 2016 they announced it, and 2017 it launched. So. We would be starting to see that by now, I think, if it were to come out in 2024. But they could have realized how silly some of that stuff is and then just kind of kept it under wraps a little better. I don't know, but I think it's possible, but very, very unlikely. <sighs> Much as I'd like to see it. <laughs> Moving on from the when, let's get into the what. Yes, yes, what do this you is what think? I'm excited about. Yes, what do you think the next Nintendo console will be? Man, so my first thought, of course, is VR, because Nintendo is always pushing their hardware in different ways than traditional consoles. I mean, you know, they're not just focused on a powerful um, gaming station. They're focused on a unique gaming experience, and they're always, they're always good at delivering on that. And what I've seen is that their innovations tend to have bigger impacts, too, like, uh, like, the N64 having the joystick attached to it. That's a big deal. And that's still felt throughout uh, the rest of the industry. Uh, the GameCube having the C-Stick, I mean, crazy. And then the Wiimote and the Switch controllers having the gyros in involved. Um, they're just so good at bringing in new elements that enhance gameplay. And so my first thought is VR, but my second thought is that's too obvious. Um, I that, that was my whole yeah. thing. It's too obvious. <laughs> I had another section for gimmicks. We can go ahead and get into that now. It is going to be a Nintendo console. There's going to be a gimmick. What's it going to be? The first thing I thought of was VR, and I'm like, that, that seems like what everybody's thinking. It's going to be something completely out of left field that we have yep. no clue what it is. If you could have a dream console gimmick, what would it be? Oh, man. I would love if they had... If there was more feedback to you as the player, um, I love HD Rumble, and it's to me it's underutilized. And if they were to expand further into that area, if there is some way of um, imagine a controller that could change its texture or something as you're holding it, something really physically giving you feedback, I think would be an awesome gimmick. That's something that I heard about the PS5 controllers. I actually, I've never played a PS5, never held the controller, but they have analog triggers on the back, and they kind of have, um, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but they do some kind of a haptic feedback there. They really use the analog triggers in a lot of oh, games. Oh, cool. So, like, if something is hard to push, 
they the controller can make the trigger harder to press in. Precisely. Like one exact one way I heard it explained, I think it was Nathaniel Bandy when he did his PlayStation ranking last year, but he basically said, think about opening a car door, you know, like the first little pull is easy, and then you have to do the pull to actually like open it. Yeah. Like it has a little play to it and then it clicks. Yeah. And that's kind of what it does. <laughs> I think I could see Nintendo doing something along those lines. And we were talking about VR and think about it to where I'm I'm getting crazy here, but Think about it the where if every input you made had some sort of a haptic feedback, the controller knew the sensitivity each button press or each motion you did needed to have to give you that more immersion. I think that could be insane. I don't know how it would work. Yeah. I'm not a genius, but that could be awesome. <laughs> Whatever it is, uh, I'm excited for what Nintendo can cook up. They have, they as a company have such a good um, innovation standard and innovation culture. I think where they're not afraid to they're not afraid to make decisions that people might not like at first but end up coming around to. Uh I one mean, thing shoot. that did disappoint me with the Switch is the digital triggers. I hope they bring back analog triggers. I love anything analog including this podcast analog sticks. See what I did there? <laughs> one other thing I did have was do you think it's also going to be a hybrid console whatever it may be? That's one thing where I could see Nintendo getting stuck in their ways a little bit at that point. Like with the Wii, they went to the Wii U because they didn't want to differentiate too much from their mm -hmm. success mm -hmm. and it ended up leading to a flop. But I think that with the hybrid console, they could still make it work. And plus being in the handhold and the console market at the same time with one system, I see that being a financially, financially viable option. But do you think that that could be a bad idea? A slippery oh. slope, if you will. Um, for me, not at all. I think, in my mind, the marriage of home console and handheld is a permanent thing, and this is just the way they're going to do it now. Uh, instead of running two hardware lines parallel, I think they're going to get a lot more done by just having one line of hardware to work on. I mean, plus now we're at the point where the handhelds have come as far as the consoles. It's mm -hmm. not like the handhelds are a generation or two behind. They've caught up. Yeah. Mostly because Nintendo's hardware... For home consoles, is two generations behind at this point, <laughs> but it's working out for them it's in that easy sense. To catch and I up think when the fastest one slows down, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. I think that that could be awesome. I personally don't want another console that I can't play in bed. I want a Steam Deck so bad, just because I want to be able to play everything handheld. It's just so convenient. Should we uh, should we talk a little bit about the Steam Deck for a second? I mean, yeah, you if you have something you're dying to get off your chest about it, go for it. Well, I was talking about it earlier, so I'll just reiterate what I was telling you before we recorded. Um, I think the Steam Deck is an interesting bit of competition to the Switch because it is directly competing with it. It, it looked at the Switch and it said, hey, that's a great way to do a console. Let's do it ourselves. And although it's more expensive, and I don't think it's, it's never going to have the same market size as the Switch, I do think that the competition in that space is a good thing, and hopefully it squeezes Nintendo just a little bit to, to reach into their creative depths a little more for the next console. It could be... I think that it's a very good alternative to the Switch, mm -hmm. but I personally like my Nintendo games, so here we are. I was just looking. A report from October of last year says that the Steam Decks only shipped about a million units at this point. I know that there were a lot of issues getting the hardware out and manufacturing issues, and they kind of had it in waves. Yeah. But 
I think that it's been some kind of a success in some way or another, and I think that it could do very well in that sense, but I think it's always going to be another little... It's going to be like the Sega Game Gear, where they're not like, this is not an actual threat. Yeah. It's just a different option people have. You know what I want the next Nintendo console to be? What do I you just want the want next Nintendo to be, console to be? I just want it to be an NVIDIA 40-whatever with a screen <laughs> attached to it. Just a big old <laughs> graphics card. And that's it. <laughs> No, no processing, nothing, just just graphics. No, not even any nice gussing it up, just a straight-up graphics card. It runs at 3 FPS, but it looks beautiful for each of those FPSs. Yes. <laughs> it and it gets really for hot each when of you're the holding it. Bricks. You could, like, heat up your food as you're playing. You put it on your burrito in your hot pocket. <laughs> hey, that's Advertise a, it in that's the microwave, their gimmick. perfect. That's their next gimmick. The next <laughs> Nintendo console is going to cook rice. You heard it. Next first Nintendo console is also a microwave. <laughs> this way, you don't have to get up to heat up your hot pockets. Oh, to rescue God, gonna have to bring Peach, Call of Duty you got back. a microwave. They're going to bring Call of Duty back just so that they can have a Doritos vending machine on it and a Mountain Dew <laughs> dispenser. <laughs> this is the next step in gaming evolution the marriage of gaming and food, not as two separate experiences, but as one unified experience. It's going to be like that South Park episode where they get the VR headsets and they all end up becoming one with the headset. You are going <laughs> uh -huh. to become one with your console and be glued where you are. No more having to get up to go to the bathroom, catheter included. <laughs> the next Nintendo is going to jerk you off. That's what I mean. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Where were we? We were talking gimmicks, hybrid consoles. Do you think that they're going to try to differentiate themselves from the Switch branding, maybe? I don't know what they would I do. I sure but... hope they will. Otherwise, that'll show me they've learned nothing, which yes. wouldn't surprise me at all, actually. They, I, they tend I, not I to was going to say, just because history often repeats itself and we can see that doesn't mean Nintendo does. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do you think that they're going to do it anyways, though, realistically? Like, if, you're, mm -hmm. if you are somebody who gets paid to guess about Nintendo, are they going to make a fuck up? Oh, yeah. It's been a while. The they they've been doing it a little too well. <laughs> they need to be humbled. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you've heard about the curse of the third console or whatever it is. You know, the N sixty. No, what was it? Was it the N sixty four? Yeah, the N sixty four, the PS three, the Xbox One, all kind of flopped comparatively. The Wii U was Nintendo's second third console, if that makes sense. So I think we got Ooh. another good one before they flop hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Completely speculation, but possible. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, we kind of talked about specs there for a second. I don't think that the microwave and Mountain Dew dispenser and right hand that makes that certain motion is going to be included. What would you like to see from the hardware itself? Like the specs, for instance? Um, I would love, you know, ideally pie in the sky. I would love a full HD handheld screen. But if they had a 720p screen, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Just wait, is it 720 right now? The Switch is 720. Oh, oh yes, never mind. I, no, no. I want a 1080p <laughs> handheld screen. That's that's gotta be next on the list. If they don't have that, then then why are you making a new console? You know. I mean, isn't the new Xbox at like 8K? Did I hear that somewhere? I think that may have just Probably. been before it released. But like, if it's not 1080, if it is a hybrid, which we don't even know if it'll be that, and it comes in handheld and it's not 1080p. I'm still going to buy it, but I'm going to be like, I can't believe I'm buying this. 
they better and if it have doesn't output up to 4K, which my TV isn't even 4K. So like, I don't really care about that. It's gonna look fine, but like, it should output 4K at this point. That's yeah. standard. And if it doesn't, but... then the games better have beautiful art styles. Yes. Yes, and do you think the processing will be better? Do you think that the hardware, if it does get upgraded, the accompanying hardware will be able to run software appropriately? I would sure hope it does. You uh, think we're going to have another Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Gosh. That's more of a Game Freak problem, not a Switch problem, but still. I wonder if Nintendo is, um, if they're down to make more open world games, or if they just kind of did it for a little bit and are, are fine to move on from that now. Because if they want to keep doing open world games, then their next console needs to be at least decently powerful. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think it needs to be it needs to be better. You can't continue to do the same hardware year in, year out, generation in, generation out. You need to upgrade. The GameCube to the Wii was such a different direction of playstyle that they got away with doing another 480p console mm -hmm. for Old school TV, old school TVs. It was 15 years ago. Jesus Christ. But, I mean, we're at the point now where if you do not upgrade your hardware, you will be left in the dust. You are already a generation behind when the Switch launched. Mm -hmm. You can't go another generation behind in my eyes. And I'm kind of worried that that might happen, but fingers crossed it doesn't. Yep. I mean, that's, that's really where we are. Nintendo gets a lot of leeway for not being so powerful because they are good at making good games. But there is a point where, you know, where it just gets too behind. Mm -hmm. And that's a scary thought. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want Nintendo to be left in the dust. I don't want to be looking at games on my next handheld and being like, why does this look like it can be played on the Wii U when Xbox looks like real life, for instance? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not expecting UHD 4K or whatever, UHD 8K, but like... 1080p on the handheld screen is how have they not done that yeah i don't know <laughs> you have anything else on the hardware before we move on to some of the fun stuff for me nope and then we're gonna move on <laughs> all right so as for the next console you can't have one without games now one thing that's always anticipated with the console launch is the launch titles and this yeah. is the really fun part to me what's coming out with the next nintendo console I have some thoughts here. I'm just gonna, I can round them all off. Do you want me to? Yes, tell me. Give me the spiel. Okay. So, we're looking... We were talking earlier about the next 3D Mario game. I think that that could be your Bridge the Gap. That could be mm. your comes out on Switch and Wii U, for instance. Not not Wii U. I hope it doesn't come out on Wii U. God, whatever's <laughs> next. <laughs> whatever's next. What a surprising and, move. I mean, seeing as Zelda's coming out now, there's no chance that we're getting another Zelda game in 2027 if we're if it took us six years to get a second one on Switch. On the same, it's just not going to happen. On the same um, engine too. I mean, I fully expect that we're not going to see another Zelda game until like 2028 or nine. I mean, unfortunately, I think that's how it is. I yep. think we'll get another one this decade, but only one, and that's scary. But with no Zelda, I think that we could get some remakes. I mean, everybody's rumoring out of their minds and speculating Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD every chance they get. I think it'll be the next console, unfortunately. But I think that that'll be okay, because as long as I can play Wind Waker, I am a happy, happy boy. <laughs> At this point, Nintendo should just accept that Twilight Princess and Wind Waker has to be on every console. 
They should have a department I mean, that is just remastering those two games. There's there's another thing I want to. Th <laughs> it took me a second to hear what you said. That was hilarious. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit with backwards compatibility and whatnot. As for other games, do you think Metroid Prime Four also has the possibility of being Switch and next console, mm. or do you think that that would be something that they just put on Switch? If it's just on Switch, it would be just barely, I think. I mean, it's been in development since 2019, well, redevelopment since 2019, so it should have probably come out by now, and they've said that they're still working on it as late as October of 21. I mean, I hope, I really, really hope that we get Metroid Prime 4 at some point soon. I mean, Mario Kart's a necessity. Do you think that they have it in them to put it on launch? And do you think that they make a new Mario Kart or just port 8 Deluxe again? Oh, certainly. They should make... There should be a Mario Kart 9 for launch. Because um, Mario Kart 8, how long have we been with that one now? In in reality, like, when did it launch for the Wii U? Was it 14? It's been almost a decade. Of one Mario Kart. <laughs> yes, I mean, and is, I mean, we've gotten upgrades. The booster pass is very nice. Mm-hmm. I uh, released in May of 2014 on the Wii U, so it has been nine years just about for the same Mario Kart game, which is ridiculous when you look at the history of Mario Kart. You go from Super to 64 was about five years. 64 to Advance, well, Super Circuit was about four, three, three years, somewhere around there. And then Double Dash was right after Super Circuit. It was like another yeah. year or two. And then after that, you got Wii with the Wii, so that was, I think, four or five more years. Then 7 came in 2011, or was that 2010? I don't know. I have no clue. And then you got 8, and then nothing since then. We got 8 Deluxe, and we've gotten the Booster Course Pass. I think that they need to make a new Mario Kart, seeing as how it's sold as well as it has. If they don't put another Mario Kart in, they are fools. They need to bring back fools. Double Dash. I don't think they're going to bring back Double Dash. According to the Wikipedia article... As of September 30th, 2022, 48.4 million copies of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe have been sold. Is that the best-selling Mario Kart? I think we sold better. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Well, they bundled in Mario Kart Wii with a bunch of later Wii models, Wii Wheel included, but it only sold 37.8 million. So yes, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, best-selling Mario Kart game. They okay. need to put it on there. I mean, as for some other big Nintendo franchises, there's a whole bunch of them. I mean, Mario Party will come to the console eventually. I don't think it's necessary at launch. Mm -mm. Animal Crossing, I know that this is a game you're passionate about. Is it in every other console series, or do you think with New Horizons, there needs to be one on every console? There should be one on the next console, um, because they, then... they had one on the GameCube, and then there's one on the Wii. They had one for 3DS and DS. And so the only one they skipped is Wii U. They had Amiibo Festival. <laughs> they didn't. No, it doesn't count. No. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I fully expect a new Animal Crossing for for the next console. Um, so they also, the Animal Crossing team does Splatoon. Do you know where Splatoon is at? Because they can only do one at a time. Splat 3 just came out last year. Okay, so, so then, so... Animal Crossing should be what they're working on right now. I didn't know that they worked on both. Huh. Yep. It's crazy. If you think about it, yes, yeah, Splat 2 came out right after the launch of the Switch. Animal Crossing came out in 2020. Splat 3 using Splat 2's engine came out 22. Mm -hmm. 
So it's like every two years they're pumping out a game. So I think that they take their time and make a new Animal Crossing. Do you think that they have it ready for launch, or do you think they wait a year or two in? That's the question there. What a hat trick it would be to have the next Animal Crossing also be on Switch. I don't. There's no way. There is no way that they put them on both consoles. But I want that to happen. I just want. I want a new Animal Crossing right now. (laughs) That's what I want. Dude, go back into New Horizons. They keep adding stuff to it. And I, every time I go back, like once every six months, I'm like, oh, you can do this now? <laughs> oh, no, they, they've stopped adding stuff for a while now. They had the I know. Update. I just, I was playing right around Christmas for just a little bit. Uh, my wife has her Switch Lite. We were both playing together. It's kind of nice. Yeah. But I just did the whole thing getting Brewster or whatever. And like before that, it's probably like spring. I'm like, you can do Dream Worlds and then Captain <laughs> and all that stuff. All that stuff is old now. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we talked um, about Pikmin 4. Animal Crossing okay, sorry, Switch sorry. never had all the features that most Animal Crossings have. It's still not a complete Animal Crossing game, so they've done us dirty, I think. Still very, very good. I have no complaints with it as my first Animal Crossing game. There are a few more series I want to touch on, and then we can kind of start to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Smash Bros. Do you think that they port Ultimate or make a new one later in the console's life? Oh, they've got to make a new one because Ultimate is pretty old now, right? Ultimate came out in 19, I think. 19? Yes. Huh. Time is, um, isn't working <laughs> right. That's that's three and a half, three, just over three years now because it came out December 7th, 19, I think. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been a little bit, but... At the same time, I mean, it hasn't been that long in all reality. I can see them making another one, but I don't think it's going to be the same scale as Ultimate. I don't think that they can. That's a topic for another day. Do you think that 2D Mario is primed for a return, or do you think that people are still too jaded by new Super Mario Bros? Ooh, people might be. I would love a 2D Mario. Honestly, I I think the problem was their naming conventions. I didn't get into the 2D Marios because I had no fucking clue what Mario it was. It'd be like, New Super Mario Bros plus Wii U Extra Deluxe Edition with Luigi. Shit like that. (laughs) The sad thing is you're basically not wrong. A a joke or a skit when you look at the boxes, like the the cases for some of the later Super Mario games. It's literally the whole top half of the case is the title of the game i mean they went new super mario bros new super mario bros Wii, new super mario bros 2 new super mario bros u new super luigi u new super mario u deluxe and from what i remember i think in japan the that naming convention is fine because like the way their language works or something like they um that works for them but if you look at like japanese graphic design it is so confusing and dense like it doesn't it doesn't translate into english very well and that's most things english is a dumb language but mm-hmm. that's whatever <laughs> i mean the last thing i wanted to talk about i mean people are going to say pokemon there's always pokemon it'll come out probably at the end of the launch year if i'm guessing pikmin 4 i think it's going to get delayed into next year 2024 I think it won't come out at the start of the next console, but Pikmin 5 or a port of Pikmin 4 are going to be necessary at some point, if you ask me. Mm. We haven't gotten a new Donkey Kong Country game. We have Tropical Freeze got ported from the Wii U to the Switch. I think that that'll come out, but I don't think it's necessary at launch. 
there's going to be some kind of Kirby product. I think it's probably going to be a smaller one at the console's launch. Splatoon 3 just came out. They're probably going to port something, and then Splatoon 4 comes out a couple years later. There's going to be a bunch of JRPGs nobody cares about, and probably three three Xenoblade games and Fire Emblem games at launch. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, so let's let's take a second now. That's kind of where we are with each of the franchises. In your mind, if you were making a launch lineup of five first-party Nintendo games from the exi- existing franchises, which is ridiculous, it'll never happen, what do you realistically think is most likely of the five? Most likely game to come out. I would say some kind of Mario game, it, just in terms okay. of how the timing is working out. I think that a Mario game is necessary as the first one, a 3D Mario at that. Mm-hmm. I think that there's also going to be a Metroid game at launch, and that's being optimistic. I don't, like, if I'm, on the scale of do I believe it, that's like a three, but I think it's possible, so I'm putting it on this list. I want I mean, to if... say Animal Crossing, but maybe not. Although, New Horizons was such a phenomenon uh, that it could be the case that Nintendo gives the team early access to uh, the console you know, dev kit to let them make a launch title. That'd be nice. So we're thinking right now we got a 3D Mario, hopefully a Metroid game. Depends on what they did with 4, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing. Do we think the Zelda remakes come out at launch? A remake at launch, I would like to see. Um, what is there to remake, though? Because Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are nice, but I, def- I do think those are stretches. They probably probably aren't as willing to do that if there was going to be a remake it'd be skyward sword skyward sword just came out on switch remade well yeah i don't think that they'd do that so i don't know about remakes unless they they did one of those 2d to 3d zelda things that they like to do Mm -hmm. i could see a reimagining of maybe like the oracles games or something like that maybe the minish cap but with capcom the licensing is a little fickle Mm -hmm. but I mean, I think that there's going... I. This is just me being a little Wind Waker bitch, like always, but I want to see Wind Waker at this console's please, launch. Please, please, please. I, I want Wind Waker. <laughs> with and a, then with probably some Waker JRPG we don't care about. Console. Fifth one, what? Oh, God. And then a JRPG we don't care about. Yeah, that sounds about So that's our five. <laughs> don't forget the, the gimmicky party game that is fun for about 20 minutes. Well, I mean, that's not an existing franchise yet, so... Oh, good good point. <laughs> that was that was the whole thing there. Can There's I say, though, some kind of a I'm Nintendo so sad that Switch wasn't as fun, because the Wii games that came out at the start were amazing, and they're still fun to play. 1-2-Switch? Nah. I have Nintendo Land. I've never played it. We gotta do a oh, That's a, a good a game. We gotta play that. We gotta do it at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's something wrong with my Wii U gamepad, so that's fun. I don't know. I think it's drifting. Whatever. That doesn't a really Nintendo matter. So, Joy-Con or joystick drifting? What? Would you believe it? No. It's crazy. So let's take a look back at what we've said we expect. We expect Nintendo's next console to come out in 2027, which is gross. We don't want it, but that's what we expect. Mm-hmm. We expect it to have haptic feedback be the main gimmick. Yep. And we expect it to launch with a new Mario game in certainty as well as, like, Metroid Animal Crossing, <laughs> a JRPG, and what was the other thing we said? A Zelda remake. Zelda remake. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. 
That's so ridiculous. That's I love lineup. it. If if somebody's listening to this in the year 2027 and the successor to the Switch is due to come out and it's coming out with five those five games, haptic feedback as the gimmick. We're blowing up. We did it. We successfully did it. We blew up. If one of our <laughs> guesses turns out to be right, I would be Oh, impressed. I'm clipping it and it's blowing up on socials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything we missed? Anything you want to dive into that I didn't talk about? There is one thing, actually, that I just remembered, but anything you need to get off your chest? Nope. NSO. How are they going to handle it? I mean, that's Ooh. kind of like a hot-button issue. Everybody hated it when it first came out, but I think that now... The service definitely has value, but I think that if they were to tear it down and start over with the next console generation, I will vomit in my own shoes and wear them. But their, gosh, their whole way of handling it just isn't doesn't work. I mean, some of their shareholder meetings, though, they have suggested that it's going to continue, which if it does and we don't get re-drip fed the same old titles again and we get new consoles, Game Boy, GameCube, whatever it may be, I will be very, very happy. But God, I really, really hope NSO is viable at launch. That'd be it nice. needs to be. If, if like, they, build your console around that. Everything that's already out for it right now, that'd be okay. Build it on top of that. Make it good. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh, it could be great. <laughs> Anyways, I think that that'll do it for episode number 25 of the Analog Sticks podcast. Wow. Go ahead and, again, do the engagement, like, follow, rate, review, subscribe, check out the Twitter, check out the Patreon. It's all linked below. For myself, Rusty Nails, and my good friend and co-host, Cody, thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>